Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How are you doing today? Fine, good, nice. <laughs> we had a nice time in God's presence, worshiped His holy name with the worship team. We gave our offerings. We showed our commitment with the Lord. And thank you because you are here. You didn't come here alone by yourself. God brought you here to receive a word. He wants to make a relationship with you. He wants to touch your heart in a different way. But don't think that's always oh, just one more Sunday. <laughs> I have to go in the church in 40 minutes we finish and I go home. No, don't get distracted today. Amen? Let God open your heart and speak with you right now. Because he wants to speak with your heart and also with me. Amen? The Bible says, whoever has ear, let them hear what the Spirit says to the church. It's written in Revelation chapter 3. So pay attention to the word of God. Be read. Focus on Jesus and allow him to speak with you. And don't let the noise of the word keep you from hearing the voice of the Lord. Amen? So let's start. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 35. If you, have, if you have your Bible, you can open, you can follow. Also, we have there the screen. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 35. The Bible says, And this I speak for you on profit, not that I may cast a snare upon you, but for that which is comely, and that ye may attend upon the Lord without distraction. That you may attend upon the Lord without distractions. Today's message is distractions. Could you say with me? Distractions. Distractions. How can we serve the Lord without distractions? And you know, it's so loose, it's so easy to lose our focus today. Nowadays, we are reading things on our phones, and suddenly we receive a text, and we completely forget what you were doing in the first place. Isn't it? You are driving your car, paying attention to the road, and your phone rings. <laughs> you take out your phone and try to answer the text while you are driving your car. It's crazy, yeah? <laughs> distractions you are studying the bible or doing school work and your favorite tv program starts you change plans you drop what you are doing and go to do something else if you are doing something important like driving your car if you get distracted what will happen you cause an accident if you are working with a knife in the kitchen or you are holding a heavy weight at the gym and you get distracted, you could hurt yourself. Why do, is that we think that we can be distracted in God's presence, in our spiritual life, and nothing will happen with us? It's not different. If you have distractions here on earth, you're going to be hurt by something, by somebody. 
and with our spiritual life with God, if we get distracted, it is the same way. We have some cost to pay. Distract from God is extremely dangerous. As believers, we believe that God, He is the captain of our ship. When you start losing sight of your captain, you start to try to steer your own ship. Not only does this cause the ship to do the wrong way, but it can lead you in the directions, the wrong directions of trials, sins, missed opportunities, and also missed blessings without your captain. When you lose sight of your captain, you start to fear and worry. You start to think, I'm in this by myself. Your captain promised to guide you and help you. But instead of, of focusing, focusing on him, you started focusing on the huge waves and the other sailors around you. And today, as technology advances, being distracted from God is becoming easier and easier. Distraction from God could be because of sin, but that's not always the reason, sin. The main reason is life itself and getting caught up in the world. Reasons for distraction include ourselves, money, hobbies, relationship, cell phones, TV, and etc. And sometimes we are consumed with our technology all day, and we only acknowledge God right before we go to sleep with a quick 20 seconds of prayer. <laughs> and this should not be so. This quick prayer is a selfish one, as we don't even take the time to say thanks and give Him praise. And in life, we are supposed to do God's will, not our will. When we allow other things to consume our lives, we drift away from God. But the Bible says that we are running a race and we cannot be distracted. Look with me in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. It says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witness, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfect of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Our goal as Christians is to look only to Jesus, to focus on our relationship with God, but it's so easy to get distracted here in this life. And do you want to see what I mean when I say for you that it's so easy to get distracted? What do you think right now? <laughs> While I'm preaching for you, what do you think? <laughs> what thought you got? While I'm speaking with you, maybe your mind is there in your home, <laughs> in the bill that you have to pay tomorrow. And the hard work that you have to start on Monday, <laughs> distractions. <laughs> but 
We cannot lose our focus. When we are in God's presence, we have to, to get joy. We have to enjoy this time with Him and pay attention to His Word. So don't be distracted. Amen? And the Bible tells us to remove from our lives anything that would get in the way. Remove, take off. We have to remove what is holding us. And think about your life. What is stopping you? What keeps you far away from God? What is distracting you? You have an answer. Tell to your soul. What is stopping you? What is holding you back? Do you want to run this? You want to run this race? You have it. A path, a straight path to go, to walk beside God. You have a finished line and to the end, at the end. But something is holding back. And the Bible says, take off from your life. Maybe it's a sin. Maybe it's your behavior. You have to take out. In other words, don't get distracted from your personal relationship with Jesus. And distraction come in many forms, sin, problems, success, even success is a distraction. Friends, family, school, girlfriend, boyfriend, etc. But don't waste time and energy on little battles that will distract you from the ultimate win. Little battles talk about confusion, discussion, who is in the right, who is the right, who is the wrong. Sometimes the enemy will draw you into a fight that has nothing to do with your destiny and purpose. We are so busy to try to prove we are tough enough to win the battle and we lose the war against our flesh. We lose our fox. We want to be higher than our brother in our family, in the work. And we waste time, waste energy. Speaking, no, 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 I'm good enough. No, 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 I'm better than him. <laughs> no, I'm, I was right. He was wrong. And we lose the focus to walk the right way. Choose to spend your time in the battle that really matters, the race unto heaven. Amen? Instead of focusing on the distraction, focus on Jesus. And now we start our message. Book of Luke, chapter 9, verse 57 to 62. I will read for you. As they were walking along the road, a man said to him, said to Jesus, I will follow you wherever you go. I will follow you, Jesus, wherever you go. Jesus replied, Fox have dens and birds have nests. But the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. Now Jesus said to another man, follow me. But he replied, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, let the dead bury their own dead. But you go and proclaim the King of God. Still another said, Jesus, I will follow you, Lord. But first, let me go back and say goodbye to my family. Jesus replied, No one who puts a hand to the plow 
and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. And the title of this text here in my Bible is The Cost of Following Jesus. Do you know that we, we, we have a cost, a price to follow Jesus? It's talking about it. And we have to know, we are called by Jesus to follow him and to serve him with what we have, what we are. So we have to live a life for him and focus in what he has for us. In this verse, we have some lessons. The first lesson, things happen when you are on the road. Did you get? Things will happen when you are on the road. The verse 57 says, While they were walking along the road, Jesus and his disciples met people while they were going place to preach the gospel. And Jesus could speak with three different guys. Things happen when you are walking on the road of God. You cannot stop to serve the Lord. You cannot stop to walk with God. I know God calls those who are already doing something for Him. If you want to be called by God, do something for Him. If you are stopped, paralyzed in your spiritual life, He won't be used. He won't use your life. You have to be walking on the road and He will call you. He will speak with you, give a an advice for you. If you walk and talk with God, you will never miss the direction of your future. Be bold and offer your heart to be led by God. Amen? The second lesson that we have here, make the decision to follow Jesus. Make this decision today. In the text, we have three different kinds of people. The first person told to Jesus, and pay attention here. That guy, he came to Jesus and he told, I will follow you, Jesus, wherever you go. He made the decision. Jesus didn't call him, come on, follow me. He went to Jesus and told, I made the decision. I want to follow you. He chose Jesus. He saw Jesus and his desire was good in that point. And I invite you today to make a decision with all your heart. Choose to follow Jesus. It is the best thing that you can do in your life. I remember, uh, I can look to my life. When I was one week of age, <laughs> one week, seven days, my parents, they brought me to the church. They present me, they consecrate me to the church. And I'm still here. Until now, praise God for that. And I grew up in the church. I made my decision when I was young to be baptized when I was 12. And after that, I, I started to work to God as a volunteer in the church with songs, evangelism, and other things. And now I'm here. God called me while I was walking on the road. I didn't stop to work. I, I work in Brazil a lot. I didn't stop to, to do things that I loved. I, I loved to be with my family, with my friends. I did it, but I didn't stop to walk with Jesus. 
And while I was walking with Jesus, he called me. Now I have a ministry for you. Leave, leave everything behind and go to Ireland. And now I'm here. Praise God. But to be here, I made the decision to follow Jesus with all my heart. I made the decision to put here, him higher in my life. Decide to follow Jesus today. Don't be distracted. Amen? The third lesson, there is a cost to follow Jesus. There is a price. Jesus replied for that man, Fox have dens and birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no place to lie his head. God doesn't promise us a comfortable or easy life here. Jesus had no place to lay his head, he told. And the life that awaits is a life of surrender before God. And knowing that our reward is in heaven, not here. But unfortunately, we see people starting their race of faith and they stop along the way. They start good, but they stop. They get distraction along the way. Things happen, trouble comes, storms happen in our lives and they stop in the middle. If you try to think about, you know, Many people that start good, in the middle of the way, they died without Jesus. They stopped. But they love the things of this earth more than things of heaven. And Jesus told in Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 to 21, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy, and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. <laughs> be aware of destruction of comfort. This word offers us a nice life to be far away from God. It is a temptation to be distracted and store up treasures on earth. But put your heart in Jesus. God did not create you to live a distracted life. God created you to live a Jesus-infused life. Amen? So now the fourth lesson. If you are called by Jesus, follow him now. The first guy, he made a decision to follow Jesus. He went to Jesus and said, I want to follow you. I made my decision, my own decision. I want to follow you. But now, Jesus called another guy. Jesus went unto him and Jesus told, follow me. If you are called by Jesus, follow him now. Looking, uh, looking chapter 9, verse 59. Jesus said to another man, follow me. But he replied, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. It's a different situation here. In truth, this person wanted to live with his family for longer. Spend more time in his home. He was not saying that his father died. 
His father was alive in that age. <laughs> but his desire was to serve God later. This is what means when he told, no, Lord, I will follow you. Don't you worry about it. I will follow you. But first, let me bury my father. In other words, he was uh, telling to, to Jesus, I will follow you, but not now. I'm, I'm young. <laughs> I have to marry. I have to finish my, my college. I have, to, I have to get a nice job. I have to be a su success man, a businessman. And later, maybe in 30 years, when I got 50, 60 years, you can use me, Lord. <laughs> you can use me. This is what it means. Distractions. How many of you were called by Jesus to do something, but you stopped it? You told to Jesus, let me live my youth first. Let me live my own life first, Lord. Let me date someone first. Let me work first. You had a plan built by God to your life, a calling. But you said, let me live my life, my own desire first. Distractions can lead us to ruin. We can be ruined trying to live our own life without Jesus' permission. You have to know your time, the point and stage where things become valuable to you and become important enough that you cannot afford distractions. So look to your life. If you are called by Jesus to study, to be a pastor, a missionary, evangelist, go. Don't lose time. If you are called to work in the church, do it. If you are called to serve God with your job, your finances, please do it now. Remember, I, I preached here three Sundays ago, maybe, about talents. Do not bury your talent. Did you use that shovel that I showed you? I showed you before. <laughs> Jesus called you. What are you doing here in the church to serve the kingdom of God? He called you. Of course, he has a plan for your life. He wants to see you working, walking along the road. And he will tell you the purpose of your life. So if God spoke to you, do it. Don't think twice. If you stop to think, we will lose your focus. When God says something for you, don't think twice. If he says, go and do it, go and do it. If he says for you, oh, I want to, to bless that person. Go there and bless that person with a, a word, with a help, be a helper. Don't think twice. If you feel something from God, do that thing. Because if you think much, you stop. You don't do. Go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Jesus told to that guy. Go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Now the five lesson. Don't look back. Don't look back. In Luke 9, 61, 62 says, Still another said, 
I will follow you. But first let me go back and say goodbye for my family. Jesus replied, No one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. Another person here wanted to follow Jesus, but he was not ready to move on. Jesus said, no one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. My brothers, it's hard to lose people. It's hard to lose family, friends. It's hard to lose things, of course, jobs, but nothing compared to being the sentry of God's will. Nothing can compare to living the sentry of God's will. You can be far away from home. You can be far away from those who you love and still be happy because you are in the sentry of God's will. And I am, I'm asking you now, are you in the sentry of God's will with the life that you are living now? Are you doing what he told to you? Do. Are you in the right place that he told? Go and stay there. Serve him there. Be light there. Shine your light there. Don't be distracted. Don't look back. Looking at the past, look at your old life with longing, with a desire to go back is a risk. Remember Lot's wife? When God was destroying Sodom and Gomorrah, the angels told to Lot and his family, run and do not look back and do not stop anywhere. Jesus, uh, Genesis chapter 19. But what happened? Genesis 19, 26. But Lot's wife looked back and she became a pillar of salt. Wow. <laughs> she received a warning. Run. Do not look back. Just go. Live a new life. She missed her old life. She missed her old sins in that town. Her bad habits. She became a, a, a pillar of salt. She didn't die because of her curiosity. It's not about that. Many people think that, oh, because she was curious, she looked behind to, to saw, saw what was happening there. No, it's not about that. It's because she missed that place. She missed her old life, her old sins. Her desire was to be there with people there, with bad people. What's the, what does the Bible say about looking back? Look in Philippians chapter 3. Verse 13 and 14. Paul says, Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me, heavenward in Christ Jesus. Do not look back with a desire to live again what you lived before. Forget your old life. Forget your sins. Now you are a new 
creature. You're a son and a daughter of God. He has a wonderful plan for you. He has amazing things to do through you, for you. Just live it and don't be distracted. When you are in the, along the way, you are walking. You have a path. You have something to fulfill. And suddenly someone calls you. And you stop. What? You lose your focus. <laughs> Don't hear the voice of fear. Don't hear the noise of this world. Don't hear the voice of the temptations around us. Keep going. Keep in look to Jesus. He prepared a way to you. Sixth lesson. Forget the past. Look ahead. Do not look back and think, oh, that was a nice time. And you'll never have such a good time again. No. <laughs> look ahead with hope. Look with faith. With Jesus. Your future will be better than your past. Amen. Do not be distracted by the things of this world. Cares is important. But seek God first. Family is something precious. But do not forget God. There is a time for everything. Time to spend with family. Time to work. Time to seek and worship God. The more you focus on yourself, the more distracted you will be from the proper path. The more you know Him and commune with Him, the more the Spirit will make you like Him. The more you are like Him, the better you will understand His utter sufficiency for all of life's difficulties. And that is the only way to know real satisfaction. Be with Him. And to finish the message, let's read again. Hebrews chapter 12 that we read before. Verse 1 and 2. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witness, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Fixing Our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfect of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Amen. You have a run, you have a race to run. You have many laps to fulfill this race. Don't lose your focus. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Don't get distracted in this world. It's so easy to be distracted here. Even inside of church. Here, now, right now. With your thoughts. Your mind. The desires of your heart. Take care with your flesh. If you listen... The voice of your flesh, 
the voice of the Holy Spirit becomes low inside of us. We have to ask God, God, give us a sensible heart, a humble heart to listen to you, to learn more from you, to don't stop along the way. You are on the road, bro. You are on the road. You are walking. Maybe you, are, you stopped, but you are on the road. You have to keep it going. Things will happen in our lives. If the trouble comes, we cannot stop. If we lose someone, we cannot stop. If you lose your job, you cannot stop. If you have a trouble inside of your family, you cannot stop. You have to come to the church. You have to have a relationship with God. Don't lose the focus. Look to Jesus. Fix your eyes. And Jesus, and the Bible says, throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. Throw off of yourself, of your life. What is holding you? I'm asking you now. What is holding you back? Your mind. Ask God, give, us a, give me a, a clean mind. Your past is holding you. Look to the future. Don't look back. Is some friendship that is holding you with temptations? Stay away. Be away of them. Maybe you are spending more time here, wasting time in your phone than the relationship with God, with your family, with the Holy Spirit. Get this phone for now. This week, I will keep it here. I will spend time. I invest my time with Jesus. We have 24 hours during the day. And we have to give time for everything in our lives. Time for God. Time for our family. Time for our family and friends. Time to our ministry here in the church. If your behavior is holding you, you have to look to Jesus and ask God, please, clear me. Help me to be an easy person. <laughs> Help me to walk in the truth. Help to obey my authorities. Help to do my job in a perfect way. Because everything that we do is for God's glory. Even our job. Even our friendship. Our relationship with others. We cannot lose our focus, my brother. We cannot lose. Fix your eyes on Jesus. So today, we learned we have to be working to be used by God. He won't use people who stopped along the way by distractions. So examine yourself right now. What place are you in this path, in the road? Did you stop? So you have to move on to be used by God. We have to make a decision 
doesn't matter what you are doing today, you can change it by Jesus' power. Make a decision to follow Jesus. This, it was the second lesson. Decide to change your life and be far away from sins that try to hold you back. What kind of sins hold you back? Look to you. I cannot point my, my finger for you and say, no, you are doing like that. But look inside of you right now. Don't think about your brother. Think on your own self right now. What kind of sin is like a rope on you, is entangled you? You want to walk, but this thing is holding you back. Throw off from your life. Don't be distracted. And know it, there is a cost, a price to following Jesus. The kingdom of God doesn't work like this world. If you lose in this life, you gain in the kingdom. The kingdom of God is totally different. <laughs> If you lose here, you gain there. Do not store up treasures on earth. Think about heaven at all times. Don't be distracted. This is your time to be changed by the word of God and fulfill your purpose to live for Christ. Amen? And don't look back. Do not wish to live the same life you lived before Christ. Look ahead. Do not let your mind deceive you. Don't be deceived by your feelings, emotional feelings. And look ahead and run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfect of faith. Amen? Distractions. Pay attention in your life. I mean, look to myself also. And I have to change many things. But I'm a sinner. I'm a weak. And you have to change. So many times I look to me, oh, I was distracted that time, yeah? <laughs> I was distracted. Even when we are playing here, sometimes we are playing and I try to sing and I look to my computer, what happened with my hand? <laughs> I get the wrong note. <laughs> Distractions. <laughs> It happens. Distractions. Don't think that if you have a spiritual life, With distractions, you are near from God. No, it's the same. We have consequences and we have to ask, forgive God and help us to walk in the right way. Helping to put my focus on you. Fixing my eyes on you, Jesus. Amen. Don't be distracted. Let God bless you. Bless your heart, your life and allow him to speak with you along this week. When you go to your home, pray. Spend time with him, with your family. Make things different from now on and change your life completely. Because God, he wants your focus on him. Amen. I'd like to call Pastor Marcio. God bless you. I invite you, please stand up.
how is when we receive a word from God, we need to give an answer to God. Did you receive the word of God today? Yes or no? When Paulo was preaching and he read about the road, some people on the road, and Jesus started calling the people to follow him. I remembered about the, pil the pilgrim. Have you read the book, The Pilgrim? Have you read or watched the movie, The Pilgrim? At the end of this book, the pilgrim was in front of the gate of heaven. And uh, the angel or the person who was behind him, beside him said, even in front of the gate of hell, no, sorry, even in front of the gate of heaven, there is a road to hell. You can be in front of the door of heaven. You can be in front. You are following God. But there is a road to hell. And you need to be careful not to get distracted. Because sometimes many things say, go in this way, go in this way. And we are getting distracted. And my challenge to you through this word today is, don't get distracted. Keep running the race of the faith until the end, until you receive the reward that is waiting for those who will be faithful until the end. Remember, you are saved not just because one day you did the prayer of faith. Just because one day you says, God, I'm going to follow you. You are going to be saved. And salvation is for those who persevere until the end. Let's pray right now. Father, we thank you for the word we received today. And Father, we don't want to get distracted. We know there is a price, a cost, and we want to pay the, the, this price to follow Jesus faithfully. We accept Jesus. We are following him until the end. And please, Lord, I pray for all my brothers and sisters right now. Maybe they are following you. They are going to heaven, but they are getting distracted and going diverted to another places. In Jesus' name, Father, help us to be connected to heaven, Father. Help us to be faithful to you and to follow you and to be faithful to you until the end. This is my prayer. I bless all my brothers and sisters. Help all of them open the door. Take from their lives everything that is holding them back, Father. If they need to forgive something, Father, if they needed to repent, if they needed to fix, Father, help every one of us to fix our lives, our behavior, or something that is wrong inside of us. And then we can run the race and be faithful until the end. In Jesus' name we pray. And I bless you. May the love of God, may the grace of the Lord Jesus and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be 
with you all forever and ever. Amen. And everybody say, Amen. God bless you all in Jesus' name. Amen.